This is the Against the Current podcast. Against the Current is a faith-based counseling ministry that helps individuals, couples, and families experience emotional, mental, relational, and spiritual transformation through biblically-based principles with one-on-one counseling, workshops, and seminars. If you want to find out more, head on over to atcmcounseling.com. Hi, this is Katya Mills, and I am excited to be coming to you today. Uh, we are going to be starting a podcast. So every week, we will just have a few minutes uh, with a few nuggets. I am a temperament therapist in the Frederick, Maryland area, and have been doing that for a couple of years now. And before that, uh, for the last 15, 20 years, uh, my husband and I have owned our own businesses, and I have counseled uh, people, uh, have done workshops, seminars, uh, just helping people Uh, One, to get their lives better, to um, get their minds right and find mental freedom and achieve success. Uh, So many different areas. And I am excited to be coming to you on a weekly basis to share thoughts and ideas um, and principles that have helped, uh, that I have seen, have helped people that I have counseled and uh, dealt with and also have helped really thousands of people around the world Uh, because these principles work. So I'm excited to have you join me and look forward to it. So tell me, where should one go when they want to reach freedom in their mind? Okay, so freedom in your mind, that's a big question. Um, We do live in a free country, and we have the freedoms that we appreciate. Um, But unless we have true freedom, freedom in here... Um, then we're not really free, and it can cause a lot of problems in our lives. Um, we see a lot of problems today with depression and anxiety, addictions, and all of that can be uh, resolved and can be uh, improved uh, when we learn to find freedom. Now, uh, for me, I am a Christian temperament therapist, so everything hinges on uh, where does true freedom come from. And for me, that is only, it can only come from God. So um, true freedom is also only found on the other side of honesty. So we have to be honest with ourselves. What do I mean by that? We have to dig deep into our past and figure out, you know, where we came from, what our story has been, um, if there have been any um, hurts, uh, events that have affected us. Uh, we have to look at our upbringing, our parents. Our parents have a huge impact in how we relate to the world um, and our understanding of the things that have happened to us is huge. We have to be able to address them, identify any problem areas. What happens is even if we've had a great upbringing, great parents, um, nobody's perfect. And even our parents have woundings, you know, things that affected them. And we um, are affected by that. And sometimes we don't even realize that we are, but it can affect us. It can affect our relationships and the way that we move forward in our lives. So we have to be able to identify that. And some people might live and they're okay. You know, they live perfectly successful lives and they might just have some, you know, issues here and there. Others, not so much, and it really affects them. And it can 
raise its ugly head in many different ways, you know, dysfunctions in our own families, um, depression, anxiety, addictions, um, stress. I mean, so many different ways. And sometimes it's because of things that we have buried in our minds. And, um, you know, an important thing is that it moves into our subconscious. We don't think about these things. They happened so long ago, many times, or it could be something that happened a couple months ago, (laughs) you know, but a lot of the things that affect us today in our lives are things that started when we were growing up. Um, so we have to be able to identify those, communicate, um, and bring those memories back from the subconscious into the conscious. So you might wonder, okay, how do we do that? Well, this is where I believe that we really have to learn to communicate with someone, with God, and ask him to direct us, okay, what do I need to bring back? What memory do you want to bring back to my mind so that I can be healed? Because sometimes we have deep-rooted unforgiveness, you know, because of something somebody did to us, or they might not even know that they hurt us, but we're holding on to that, and it can cause a lot of stress. So um, just bringing that to the forefront, to bringing that to our conscious mind then we can get healed because when something gets from the subconscious to the conscious, it can be changed. It can be malleable. So only then can we change our perspective on what happened, whether it was abandonment, rejection, abuse, then we can really get to the root of how we perceive that, how we, how we understand it. And we can get it from God's perspective. And just talking about it and identifying it is already healing because then, you know, people then can begin to um, give us their perspective. But even if we don't get somebody else's perspective, we're talking about it. And that in itself is a healing, is part of the healing process. Once you get, yes, once you get to, you know, the root, what are some different strategies that you suggest in order to create freedom in the mind? Okay, so great question. So the first thing, like I said, you have to identify it. Um, Then you have to confess it. Now, as a Christian, I, you know, when we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior, we have to confess it. We have to say, yes, I receive you into my heart. So that's a huge part of our Christian faith. Um, In the same way, when you're trying to get healed from wounds, um, emotional wounds um, that create a lot of mental issues, we have to confess it. So we have to talk about it. Um, find somebody to talk to, whether it's a therapist or a friend, you know, a trusted friend, um, family member. Um, you have to talk about it. You have to identify what you want to talk about and start talking. Um, so once you confess it, then this that's the first part. The second one is repent. So what does repent mean? You have to actually stop doing thinking about that situation in the way you've thought about before. Like, for example, if you had unforgiveness in your heart towards someone, let's say somebody said something to you or did something to you, sometimes they don't even realize they did it, you know, and you've been holding on to that grudge for so long, you have to stop, you have to forgive that person 
stop thinking about them in that way and totally repent and say, okay, I was wrong. I, I am so sorry. You know, whether you talk to the person directly or just talk to God, um, you have to change and you don't think about that situation in the same way. And then the third thing is you have to redirect. So what does that mean? Redirecting means this is where a whole journey begins. You have to redirect the way we think. So we um, can control our thoughts, contrary to what a lot of people think. We don't just think whatever pops into our heads. We, we can redirect our thoughts. Um, and this can, needs to start happening on a daily basis where we focus, we meditate, and we think of good thoughts. You know, just focus on good thoughts and whatever that means in your life. In my life as a Christian, I start with the word and I speak the word and I meditate on that. And then even beyond the word, make sure we're thinking positively, positively about people, about our situation, speak positively. So all of these things are redirecting our lives. So those three things. How would you go about telling somebody to create that positive, you know, that positive mindset, uh, if they're in a place where they don't feel that they can grasp it right away, like what are, what is the different direction that they can go in in order to gain that positive, uh, state of mind? So it's important to, um, you know, find the right sources, you know, you have to, um, get around different people many times. Um, again, identifying is the first step. It's huge. It's basically you're halfway there. Just identifying the problem, realizing, you know, kind of like Alcoholics Anonymous, the first step is I am an alcoholic. You have to identify it, admit it, and move on. So if um, there have been hangups, which you would be surprised, but I would say 90% of people have some type of hang-up or more. Um, it might not affect you in such a way that you become an alcoholic or you know have depression or something, but it affects maybe some relationships. Uh, it can bring, you know, your relationship can um, be um, damaged because of issues that we've dealt with and we haven't um, dealt with it properly. And resolved. So we have to um, get rid of some associations that we've had maybe in the past and find the right information. Um, you know, like for me, that would mean going, what does God say about the situation? What has worked? You know, the thing is, I feel very passionately about what I do. One, yes, I've seen amazing changes in my life and I know it works. But also um, the company, the ministries and um, companies that I'm associated with. So I am uh, certified through the National Christian Counselors Association, and they have had 94% success rate since 1983. So a long time, and many years before that of research. And also Mercy Multiplied. So Mercy Multiplied is a uh, ministry that helps young girls all around the world that have had tragic situations in their lives. And um, they, once they go into the home, they stay there for six to eight months, 
Um, you know, many of these girls, society had labeled them and said that there was no hope for them. You know, a lot of them had suicidal ideations, depression, addictions, um, some of them even sex trafficked. I mean, horrible situations. And they uh, apply a lot of these principles in the homes that they go to. And they're all over the United States and some countries around the world. And their lives are completely transformed. And they have a 97% success rate. So I have actually spoken. I know some girls that have gone there. And we've had some of these girls come to some of our workshops. And they give their testimony. Uh, we had two in the last workshop that we did. And it had been something that um, happened to them 10 years ago. So it's not like, you know, they just came out and they said, oh, you know, I'm feeling better now. But, you know, you could have a relapse in a year or something. No, this was 10 years ago or more. Um, and they're doing awesome. And the medical professionals that they had gone to from one to the other to the other to the other for years had told them they were hopeless and they were going to at the very least have to be on medication for the rest of their lives and they are not and they're doing awesome what do you have to say to somebody that does only feel like that they just need to kind of throw medication to somebody i mean do you agree with that like i would think that you would want them to see these you know professionals and go to these homes so that they do have a sense of direction Yes, yeah, so medication is not bad always. Um, there is a time to, you know, very temporarily to um, take medication just so you can get your mind in the right place. Like if you can't even get out of bed, you know, by all means, let's get a little medication for a very short period of time until we can get you right. And at the same time, be working on your mind because. You know, um, depression is not a disease. It's just a signal that something is wrong. And we have to address it. We have to figure out what is going on. And it's in the mind. So again, we're back to we have to find freedom in the mind. And once we find that freedom, no, we don't need the medication. And I am a huge proponent of, no, don't take medication for the rest of your life. That is not a life sentence. It does not have to be. Um, and I'm really against any kind of medication. Um, you know, you take something for a little bit to get yourself better, but by all means, don't become addicted to it, no. So for kids, or not even just kids, but people in general that feel that they don't even know how to approach going to somebody to talk about these types of situations, what advice would you have to, for somebody that doesn't really know the how the how to bring it up in conversation or where to go with the conversation cuz that itself could bring freedom to somebody's mind just knowing that there's a direction that they can go in in order to really grasp what they want to feel um in a healthy way. Mhm. Mm um there's always help. There's always hope. And I just want people to understand that there is a solution. And they just have to ask for help. And there are um, people, counselors, uh, ministries, um, medical professionals, yes, psychiatrists. Now, I am uh, of the belief that um, psychiatrists can help you and secular psychiatrists can help you, yes. But their help can only go so far. I, as a believer, I believe that true help only comes from God. 
So the bottom line is there is help. There are people willing to help and you just have to ask and it will be given. Um, and uh, we will, you know, figure out a way if you find a counselor, if you find a trusted friend, um, somebody that has been there or knows how to help. Yeah, it's important to go to the right people. Don't just, you know, talk about your problems just to be talking to anybody so that they can, you know, agree with you and um, have a pity party with you. You know, that's not necessarily what I'm talking about. I'm talking about talking with somebody who knows what they're doing. Um, that is the key. Awesome. Yes. Um, so with that, um, that is what we want to um, get people thinking about. Um, mental freedom. Mental freedom is huge. Again, you can have freedom in society. You can have, you know, we have the freedom to do um, what pursue our careers, to pursue our dreams in our country. Um, but there are a lot of people in bondage mentally. So the key is to, if you are, if that is you, um, to figure out how to find that freedom. And there is help. There is always an answer. So with that, you guys have an awesome week and hopefully we will see you next time. Thanks for listening. You can also follow us on Facebook at Against the Current Ministries and on Instagram at Katya C. Mills. As there are answers in every area of life. And so when we do temperament therapy, it's just a foundation to proper counseling.